the natural family planning is simple it's not easy why uh, simple because how uh, you guys were listening in the, in the talk before is uh, when you want to avoid a pregnancy for either circumstance that you have you just avoid to have intercourse during the ovulation period uh, and if you want to achieve pregnancy you just have intercourse in the ovulation period uh, why is not uh, easy I will speak from myself as a, as a man uh, basically um, it is tough uh, I guess for most of the men's when they are married and they they were they were talking about you know having kids uh, having sex this and that like the the, the marriage life uh, and when you are single I guess you picture it differently uh, and when you are out of the church you picture it differently too uh, so basically in in my sen in, in in my experience uh, it was very tough uh, we tried to uh, follow the Ovilian's method uh, before we got married we went to the courses but then they told my wife that she was not able to uh, have kids so we kind of like forgot about it uh, then we got married and then um, she ended up being pregnant and then uh, she will tell you more details about that but going back to the experience as, as a guy in into the Ovilian's method uh, it's been very challenging, uh, very rewarding, in the sense that uh, how uh, they were saying in the talk before, it is a teamwork. It's, it's not just her doing the work or just me being sacrificed, you know, or this and that. It's a teamwork. Um, it's, I don't know if you guys follow soccer, but uh, the World Cup is going on right now. <laughs> But um, you know, when a team when a when I win when a team wins, is it's not just the goalkeeper or the guy who scored the goals that gets the trophy or gets the rewards for winning the game. It's not that the whole team. In this case, it's the same thing with with a couple. It's it's something that you accomplish together. It's something that you work together. It's something that that you have to look be looking forward together into this and and and. and and try to achieve it as best as you can. Uh, for us, it's been uh, very rewarding in the sense that it's been increasing uh, our communication uh, as a couple. And um, it's been uh, getting us together every day more as, as we have to interact more in how she's feeling, uh, why some things are happening, why, you know, things that I wouldn't notice unless I've been looking at the chart and see that something is different. Uh, more about our details and the background of how uh, we did or how we have been doing uh, it would be my wife telling you thank you. Thank you. Uh, we are really, um, how can I put it, uh, honored, happy to be here uh, because we usually give the witness talk in Spanish, <laughs> as I was telling uh, Sister Helena. Uh, so this will be um, our first time actually giving the witness talk in English. Um, we're going to try our best. Uh, my husband, I think he did, an, oh, he did a good job. <laughs> uh, okay, so as he was saying, um, 
it's uh, it, it's not easy, but as a team, uh, so far it's been a wonderful experience with a lot of up and downs. Um, but uh, we've been through. Um, when I was 13 years old, so that was um, just yesterday. <laughs> I was told by many doctors that I was going to be infertile for the rest of my life um, because I have a condition, polycystic ovaries, you probably would uh, hear of that, and as well as um, uh, very painful um, periods. And uh, so, anyway, it was a total disaster. I would get my period one time, I would not get for, the, for many years, many years. So, they got into the conclusion that I only have actually one ovary, the only one shrunk. Um, so, it's a whole mess. So uh, I grew up with this idea, <clears throat> thinking that I would never be able to conceive or to be a mother. So this was uh, all I knew, um, because every time I went to the doctors, they told me the same thing over and over again. So um, anyway, um, I grew up with that. Um, so the time that I actually got to dating and get interested in boys and everything, I would always get discouraged because in the back of my mind, uh, I would say, if I ever tell the person that would be my husband or, you know, future, then he would be totally discouraged. This was me, right? So I would just not talk about it and leave that behind. So anyway, um, when I met him and things were get starting to get serious, um, then of course that topic had to come, right? So uh, I thought that was going to be the end of it. I prepared myself and I told him, but surprisingly enough, actually it turned out to be the opposite. Thanks God. Uh, we got closer and he said, let's allow God to be God. <laughs> and the doctors, yes, they say that, but uh, God has other plans if it's the will of him if not then so that actually gave us more encouragement to you know so a year after that he proposed and um uh we we got married thank god on december 12 2012 at noon uh it was not we didn't plan it like that we just wanted to get married in our lady of guadalupe's feast day um and uh anyway so our petition for her, knowing that I wasn't going to be able to conceive after all the doctors have told me that, uh, was actually to be able to conceive. Uh, um, anyway, so two months later, the grace of God, we learned that we were pregnant and uh, it was it, it was beyond, like I said, there was something wrong in it. So we did all kinds of blood tests and then, yeah, it was it was very hard to to believe even for the doctor too she she couldn't believe it so anyway uh, very complicated pregnancy because of the issues that have happened and um uh, baby made it to the um 29 30 weeks so that's pretty pre premature but thanks be to god he's now four years old and uh but it was very rough uh nine months later so after that the doctor told me oh yes uh well we can't put it together, but you're infertile anyway. I'm like, okay, so uh, fine. Nine months later, I got pregnant again. Thank God. So the blessings, that prayer was really hurt. 
so second uh, baby, uh, and then again, it was a very complicated pregnancy. Uh, this time, actually, after delivering, uh, we made it to the 30, 31 weeks, so premature as well, but a little bit stronger than that. So they actually, the doctors decided to do an autopsy on the um, placenta. So they discover that I have a condition that is chronic placenta abruption. So that means that the placenta detaches from the uterine cavity very early and I start bleeding inside or sometimes I see the bleed or sometimes I would not, but I was seeing the, I was bleeding a lot. And that, that actually explained that every time then from now on that I would get pregnant, then next time either me or the baby or both would not make it. So they, they told me that again and that. So, of course, after two premature pregnancies and anyway, so imagine. So that was the news right after the second uh, delivery. And uh, so that's when we said we need to do something about it. And knowing that. We were trying to do the will of God. Um, the little we knew about the church teaching, the church teaching was that none of the alternatives that they were giving us, which was vasectomy for him, took uh, ligations for us, the pill, um, every other artificial method for me to avoid pregnancy, we knew that it, it was not the best. So we went to our spiritual director we told him exactly what was going on, and uh, so he said to to us, you know, you you guys need to go through a natural family planning way. Before, uh, before actually, as um, I didn't mention this, but I'm going to tell you, um, before getting married, I actually, as a part of marriage preparation courses, I was came, uh, looking through the Catholic register and I saw the ad of uh, natural family planning. And uh, I, I was just curious, even though I knew I was infertile, so I wasn't using nothing, no methods, no nothing, of course, because there was nothing. Um, um, I actually decided to go as a curiosity to one of the sessions that is actually offered in St. Patrick's in Mississauga. Uh, and uh, I, I went there just just to see what was, because I knew that like there were some um, churches that as part, it was required to actually do that course. So I said, okay, let, let, let's give it a go. I charted for two weeks back when, and then I heard something that I didn't want to hear. And uh, the instructor told me, you're only, um, showing infertile signs. But I didn't want to pursue it anymore because I said, okay, I've heard this many times. I thought that maybe the natural way will tell me something else. So anyway, but anyway, going back, I just wanted to tell you that because then going back to what the priest was telling us, our spiritual director, I said to him, yes, I remember uh, that before I actually tried, but they told me I was infertile. Well, mind you, I didn't continue. But he said, no, even though you're having complications, even though uh, you're not regular and you have this, I know there is a way. So look into it. I am not 100%. So anyway, I went online and then uh, tried to look back to the um, natural family planning. And I emailed them and I told them the whole story, what I'm telling you and uh, what happened. And uh, if they could still help uh, because I didn't want to go, uh, uh, you know, uh, artificial or we, we didn't want to go artificial. And uh, so they said, yes, we can help. So it was a relief 
we went together and uh, with the babies <laughs> to the presentation and uh, started um, I was breastfeeding and well the presentation what's going on and all that but it still was able to um, get it so we started charting we started to do everything thank God and um, from that it was it was it was really really hard because my chart was very disruptive it was horrible uh, even though it was yeah it was really bad um, my charting meaning that I was getting a lot of uh, signs that were not very clear and that was due to my issues right that I was having uh, but then eventually it was getting much better as it went because thanks to natural family planning um, we were able to find out that my problem was not actually chronic placenta rupture, it was something different. I had a problem of insulin um, production. I produce a little bit more than the regular person, so it needed to be um, uh, controlled. So now I'm actually on a med medication for that. But that actually was thanks to the, uh, to the natural family planning, because even in the charts, you can see, you can know that there's something happening, like he was saying, like, what happened here? Like, there's something different. And uh, thanks to uh, this uh, doctor that actually is not here, but is in the state, uh, uh, Dr. Mary Martin, she looked at the chart and right away she said, oh yes, this is your problem. We did some, obviously, like some blood, blood work and all that, but, uh, uh, so now I'm under treatment, but thanks to natural family planning, otherwise if, if I would have gone on the pill or if I would have done otherwise, it, the problem would have been still there, you know, so it would have just been masking or band-aid uh, over there, but it will still remain. So um, long story short, it's been very, very um, challenging, especially uh, yeah, for me too, but obviously for him as well, because sometimes, um, you know, you're, you're happy, lovey, you know, it's our anniversary, and then there it goes, we can't, so we are, we were on vacations, and then we can't, you know, so it's, you know, it's, so that's the time for prayer, that's the time that actually we didn't know what chastity meant in marriage, <laughs> and this, is, this was the way that we found out. I guess, <laughs> and uh, uh, so thank God it's 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 not easy. But then having in mind, so obviously on those times that we were happy uh, and wanting to have intercourse and we were not able to, um, I reminded him or he reminded me that look at what have happened to you. You know, so in that time I didn't think of it because you're so high up. But then, <laughs> yeah, but then God have given us the grace to either one or the other would remember and we will help each other. So as he was saying, like our communication have improved so much because we both kind of remind each other. And uh, yeah, or the kids around, like look at them, how they are, you know, so. <laughs> so it's, uh, it, it's a beautiful thing. I really... Um, encourage a, a lot of women if they can um, to follow it oh and after that so I went to to learn the method and after that I was sharing with a lot of, of uh, my co-workers and a lot of friends and that and more I like the more I share the more I hear oh I have that oh I have polycystic you know polycystic ovarian syndrome and I have this and I also have that so anyway uh, they said to me um, is there a way to, to learn or to, you know? So I, I actually ask if, uh, how can I help, help this woman, you know? And they said, yes, you can actually come to the, uh, 
teacher and um, training program and uh, you can uh, after you get the hang of it first then you can help out so that's uh, what after talking to him and we decided to help out so we're, right now we're in the teacher and training program and that what we discover is that uh, the Spanish community here doesn't have these that doesn't offer it so uh, we said okay let's let's try why not God is blessing us with this why not help to distribute it as well so right now we are trying to do this it's it's hard because of the kids and then they work and all that but anyway um, you know we have we have uh, managed to 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 try to do that, to do that so it's in the um, St. Clair's Parish every second Tuesday of the month uh, that's what we're trying to to go and to give the, the talks of the natural family planning um, yeah so thank you so much for listening any any questions please um, they're welcome Okay, so placenta abruptio. Uh, that's what the, the doctors told me that now. So um, while the placenta is developing, um, so it's attached to the um, lining of the endometrium, so where, yeah, where it grows. So actually it detaches um, from it, but actually it's because of the overproduction of insulin, but that's what they were not telling me. Why was that supposed to happen? So now if the problem is actually under control, if it so is the will of God for me to grab, to get pregnant, and then because I'm in, in, in uh, I'm with medication now, uh, then that is not going to be able to like it's not going to happen, right? So they were not actually pinpointing the cause of it. They were just saying this is happening and it will happen and it will continue to happen. But because of the natural family plan, that's how we could see from the discharge that there was a problem. They could fix that problem or control it at least with this um, treatment and then uh, eventually this won't happen. So imagine if I would have gone right away to actually duplication or taking my everything out, I would have missed out if God wants to bless us again with another baby, you know. That's why it's, uh, yeah, sorry. Thank you so much. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. Oh, 
It was wow. Yes, Teresa. <laughs> no, seriously, the, the chart, I, I would never had a peak like that chart that you saw there. It was perfect. That's how I, I have my chart now. Yeah, like that, right? <laughs> yeah, before it was, yeah, you, you wouldn't want to see that all over the place. So after they put me, so they did a lot of, um, so my vitamin D was way low, uh, minus five, it was really, really low. I got the normal uh, right now recommended, it's uh, to take 2,000 international units daily because we don't get here a lot. Well, I was taking every day, I was taking 50,000. Yes, for three months, 50,000 of uh, vitamin D. And not only that, but then the metformin I'm taking, like, so if I go to emergency department here and they tell me, oh yes, uh, so you're diabetic, no. Because that's what metformin here, they prescribe it for regularly. But then when I start telling them, they don't understand what the insulin production is, or, or no, no, so you're diabetic. So I just leave it at that because then if I go in detail. But once I started that, it was, it was immediately that the fertility, you could see the signs, you would be, okay, I'm ovulating, I'm not. It was clear. Yes, thanks God. Thank God, yes. Yeah. Exactly. So I just have a question. I'm a nurse and I okay. ask all these questions. Okay. Um, so then for the metformin, are you on it twice a day then? Uh, no, I am actually on a very high dose. It's 1,500 milligrams wow. at once. Three, three pills, once a day? Mm, yes. No, I take it at once. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, because I was doing um, actually in the morning. <laughs> Uh, with with food, I yes. was I was doing it three times a day, and it was not good sometimes because it's um, the the stomach gets really difficult. And I'm a nurse too, so you know yeah. our our schedule just works. So it actually works better in the morning, so I can eat something, right? Yeah, because your morning becomes your afternoon or your yeah. <laughs> so I just leave it at the morning, but yeah. Get in tune right there. Yeah, it's true because, like, emotions. If I'm, you know, a woman's going through a stressful time in her life, <laughs> the first thing that fluctuates is your your reproductive cycle, and then all of a sudden you get all panicky, and then you start using artificial means without going through the thing, you know, without going through the root of emotions or or going through a stressful time. If a person doesn't deal with that stressful time, they're going to continually like, can a person can be under so much stressful time, this is just a question for anyone out there, to the point where 
they're almost leading to themselves through imperialism? It's the stopping cycle. Yeah. When someone is just don't ovulate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they don't ovulate at all. And I've seen cycles where it's just crazy. You can see the, the hormones are just flying up and down. They're all <coughs> over the place. Mm -hmm. And um, and then stress, some stressors in their life. I know a couple of clients that said when they change a job or something changed, like a big thing, mm -hmm. stressing them out, then suddenly their hormones are like perfect. And they cycle their lovely textbook perfect. And they're just like, oh, I see what that was doing to you. That's true. Imagine what else it's doing to you if it's going to affect you through a cycle like that. Like uh, when the kids uh, started to grow up because they were so premature, well, they were very ill because their immune system is so low, right? Um, we were up a lot and, um, and actually over the years um, I've noticed the change in the chart as well. I thought maybe because I was breastfeeding it was all over the place like she mentioned but uh, now that they are a little bit older and they're still getting sick and then I'm up at night my chart it reflects it right there and then um, if our schedule doesn't meet sometimes then he will look at the chart and said what happened here? So then I oh that's right I was I was staying up with uh, Daniel because he had an ear infection or I was, he was having a fever. So it, it's like right there. Mm -hmm. So it's, it really reflects everything there that's happening. It affects it. Mm -hmm. So husband, <laughs> <laughs> you're saying he does, so I wanted to hear from him that when you look at the chart, do you see signs of stress sometimes and know that he's under stress? Is it what you see on the chart? Well, I, I didn't figure it out if it's a stress or something, but we sit down together and then we try to talk about why that happened. And then we realized it was like something that she was up at night or she was stressed because of a big decision that we had to make a few days before. Or uh, she, she was sick and then she had to take uh, an antibiotic. Uh, all that will reflect in the, in the chart. Like, anything and then and then we figure it out together um, after we see it right uh, and then we see the things that were happening and then that's how we come to the point and then we realize uh, what was the uh, the situation and what was making uh, that to happen thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to share this with you Everyone has such a unique story, right? I so know. amazing. And I just love this, like, you will never have children. <laughs> you know, it's like, we keep hearing that so often, right? You will never have children. And next up, we have Jeanette and Rios, who are going to tell us about their experience. Can I do the brownies thing? Can I steal your thunder? Okay, so... I use this because um, Jeanette says, um, my husband and I say we're like brownies and ice cream. We're good separate, but so much better together. <laughs> we added to that today, actually. Oh, did you? Good. I'm dying to hear this. <laughs> so baby, baby's going to be C-section on July 19th. <laughs> July 19th, yeah. Hello. Let me put this down. I'm short. No, I can't. Okay. Um, good afternoon, everyone. I'm Jeanette. This is my husband, Rios. Um, we'll just start with a quick 
equipment. Well, hang on. 